0: Hello and welcome to the Period Chats podcast. On this podcast, we look at how society has impacted women's health over the years. My name is Kate Morton and I'll be your host along with many amazing guests who will join us. I'm a registered dietitian and passionate about bringing women's health to light and making it a table conversation. This episode and future episodes are brought to you by Funkit Wellness, an all-natural cycle support company that works to support women through their entire cycles, not just their periods. You can try their amazing seed cycling kits on their website at www.funkitwellness.com or you can join their community on their Instagram at funk.it.wellness. Let's dive in. Welcome back to the Period Chats podcast. We are so excited to have Mariska here from Olive and M. She is an amazing entrepreneur. She also lives in Austin and I can't wait for you guys to hear her story. So I'm going to let you introduce yourself because you can do it much better than me. So here you go.
1: Hi everybody. I'm Mariska and um, yes, I founded Olive and M. We are an all-natural olive oil-based skincare brand. Um, all domestically sourced, vegan, cruelty-free, non-GMO—all the good things. Uh, support the people and support the planet. And um, yeah, I'm excited to be here and talk to Kate. And uh, I don't know.
0: Before you started Olive and M, what was your background?
1: Um, I out of high school, I moved to New York City. I grew up in Austin and I couldn't wait to get out of Austin, which was then a small town. (laughs) That's funny to say that now. Um, So I went to the biggest town, New York City, and um, I went to FIT. Uh, After FIT, I went straight into window display. I worked for Ralph Lauren and Calvin Klein and I had a great career in New York. Uh, I was there for eight years. And then I was done with New York and I went to the other coast out to Los Angeles and did wardrobe styling out in LA for eight years, um, eventually ended up coming back to Austin, uh, getting married and then having babies, um, in right after I got married and before I got pregnant with my first son, I enrolled in culinary school. So, um, I did the Texas Culinary Academy, the Cordon Bleu program here in Austin, and at the end of the program, I was pregnant with my first boy, and so I never went into a kitchen. Um, I became a catering director, and then I did that, gosh, for, I don't know, I guess, well, until I started Olive and M, it sort of all kind of blurred together. I was using um, uh, a, a face oil that somebody had gifted me and I got to the end of the bottle and I wanted to repurchase it. So I went online and it was $200. Oh
0: my goodness.
1: <laughs> yeah. And I was a single mom at the time. So I was like, what is in this, you know? and. And it was all plant-based oils, and so I just got really curious about all the different properties of the different plant-based oils um, and just went down the rabbit hole researching online. Yay, Google! (laughs) Um, And got in the kitchen and made my own. You know, I was like, well, I have a culinary background. I mean, I I can get in the kitchen and blend stuff up. So it was really fun. Um, My life has sort of just taken me from one thing to the next. Um, I, it, nothing's ever been a five-year plan for me <laughs> or really thought out. It's sort of like, oh, now I'm doing this. I relate to that so much. <laughs> like With mine, it's
0: like, started out as a dietitian, then ended up traveling, then ended up, did not want to start a business, started a business. I don't think a lot of people are like that. It kind of like happens.
1: Well, it's all stuff that I'm really passionate about. And so... I think when you're passionate about something, you're good at it because you enjoy doing it. Mm-hmm. So
0: That's so awesome. So you went from fashion, living all over the country, and then you got into food, which is another kind of like art and fashion. And then those two kind of came together to give you all of an M.
1: Yeah, I've always said that my father was an interior designer, so I grew up around the arts. And I've always said that I'm all things visual and tactile.
0: I love that. It makes sense now why you always have such good, like, put-together outfits. Every time I see you, I'm like, she's so cool. So that makes sense now. Again, random. <laughs> yeah, random, but makes sense. Works out. Yeah. It does. Okay, so with, you had like, all this stuff going on, starting a company, and then you touched a little bit on your inspiration behind starting All of an M, but I would love to dive into... This is a little bit of a side note, kind of why those natural plant oils would be so expensive and how you guys have created this beautiful brand that's actually super accessible for people.
1: Honestly, uh, when I see brands that are charging, you know, 100 plus for um, plant-based oils that are blended, I think shame on you. Yeah. Um, why is that? well i think that this category when it first began it was um it still is very educational but it was really very exclusive it was kind of in america it was sort of not being done eight ten years ago it was kind of unheard of um the the bigger brands that sort of were first bringing it to market like La Prairie or Clarence, um, you know, they, they have a higher price point, and so their face oil was a higher price point, but it's not how it should be.
0: Oh, I understand. <laughs> I look at other companies and we use the exact same ingredients, and I'm like, how are you charging that much money? Like, yeah. Yeah. we have probably the very similar supply. Like, yeah, it's crazy.
1: Well, so I feel like face oil, when it first kind of hit the U S market, it was very exclusive and it was, you know, for the higher price point. Um, and so what we tried to do and what I tried to do as a single mom at the time when I was like, what $200, I I said to myself, I'm going to make a sustainable eco luxury formula that a single mom can plug into her budget. Um, when I was formulating the face oil, which is how it all began, uh, every ingredient had to have a purpose. Mm -hmm. Uh, I also don't like when brands, when you read ingredient decks, when you read an ingredient deck, the first ingredient on any deck of of food or any product that you're using is the highest percentage of whatever that ingredient is in the formula. Mm -hmm. And as you go down the formula, it's the lower percentage. So if you think about 100%, If you get down to like ingredient number 38 it doesn't have a very high percentage in the formula so it can't be that effective Mm -hmm. so I don't like it when brands put things like argon oil you know because it's a buzzword or you know a buzz ingredient and you know and it's number 38 on the deck it's like well that's not doing anything yeah so why even have it in there except so that you can say that it's in there so so we don't play that game Um, every ingredient matters in every one of our formulas. And and it was also um, a way for us to, to be very thoughtful and very conscious about the ingredients going into the formula so we could keep the price point down, but we could keep the efficacy high, and we could offer that affordable, effective formula to the single mom. And so I always, even when I'm formulating today, I'm not a single mom anymore. Um, I always circle back to that kind of baseline for me. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, does it does it meet the requirements? Is it inclusive? Uh, we, we're a very inclusive, not exclusive brand. So
0: I love that. And getting on your website because, like, I'm a beauty junkie. I love all things beauty and pretty and fun, and I got on your website before even knowing you. I told you, I've tried your products well before I met you, and it feels luxe on your website, mm. and then you look at the price point, and being like a young entrepreneur, which being an entrepreneur, everyone thinks makes all this money, like, no, I'm investing all my <laughs> yeah. money yes. into my business, yes. so like, you know, I still, it was nice for me to get on a website and be like, oh, I can afford this, I can buy this, like, I can love this. I don't have to just get a sample from Sephora that I can use for a week and then it's done. So, so beautiful, like the accessibility and the fashion of your brand though, cause it is still so
1: luxe and beautiful, mm-hmm. which is you. great. Thank you. Speaking of samples, so that's another thing. Um, we, uh, we offer a, like a get glowing set on our website and it's a, it's a third of an ounce in a little glass dropper of the face oil and the cleansing oil. So it's a way for you to try the routine Um, at a very low financial, you know, entry, and uh, because I don't, you know, we've all bought a million products. Oh, yeah. You know, you're like, oh, I hate that, and can I return it? Do I, you know, it's such a pain to go back and return, and... And and you really usually can't with face, like, like,
0: oh, it's open, sorry, which
1: makes sense, but... So this is a way for you know people to try it and um, and, and then fall in love with it and and, and then come back and, and purchase and make an authentic purchase and a purchase that they feel good about and we feel good about. So we're very open about all that with our community and we love That's to awesome. talk to our community and answer questions.
0: And- yes, your Instagram is awesome. If you guys don't follow them, you need to go follow Olive and M. They're amazing on Instagram. Yeah. Um, And you touched on something else. So being um, a female entrepreneur in any space, you know, there's lots of talk around that right now. But what inspired me, one, obviously you're just an awesome businesswoman and I wanted to have you on for that. But what also inspired me is early on in my entrepreneurship journey, I was at an event, I was networking, I got told that no one would invest in my company because I was a young woman who would probably have a child and I would probably not spend as much time paying attention to my business. That has made me think, that was a year ago, and I've thought about it so many times since then, about the skills that mothers possess that actually make them amazing entrepreneurs. Mm-hmm. And I wanted to talk to you about that and see if that's something you feel like, if being a mom really prepped you, because it's not an easy journey. Being a mom's on an easy journey. I mean, I don't know personally, but being an entrepreneur is really hard too. How do you think those two things kind of work together
1: it's not easy but it's amazing um I love that I have um two boys they are now 16 and 17 um and we launched the brand in 2015 and I was working on it for probably two years before it launched so so they were they were little when we when I started all this, uh, and I've always worked for myself, so they've always seen their entrepreneur mom. Um, I love that. That's
0: like so great for them to see this strong, like entrepreneurship,
1: in their blood already. Yes, um, they they you know, and they they've helped me. I mean, they help me with all of an M mm-hmm. all the time. I love um, that. So I think they see my work ethic. Um, I have a home office, um, which I'm really thankful now with COVID that I have, um, about a year ago, I had, um, a consultant of mine who was being a little pushy with me and saying, you know, if you're gonna be a big brand, you should act like a big brand and you should get yourself an office. And I am just so thankful that. I don't have that now because I would be, you know, paying rent on some place that no one's going to. Um, and, and I would, I had a lot of pushback when he offered that advice to me because I was like, well, it works for me because I can manage my family. I can manage my business. I can multitask through my day. I can, you know, be getting the laundry <laughs> going and, uh, you know, starting dinner and going back to the office and answering emails and, Um, I mean, I think it's, you know, been said that women are great multitaskers. I I think that's true because I'm a woman and I'm a really good multitasker. (laughs) Sounds like it. (laughs) You know, um, and, and it allows me having a home office allows me to do all of the things. And, and, you know, if one of my boys is homesick, I'm right there with him. Um, and, um, I think that The only thing that I would say is hard when you are starting your own business, at the very, very beginning, I had an opportunity. I was working with a company and I had an opportunity to be plussed out in a big national grocery store chain. And um, one of my consultants said to me, you know, you're gonna miss all the soccer games. Mm -hmm. You know, you're gonna have to be in all of those stores nationwide, like doing demos and showing up and so there are sacrifices that you have to make, and there are there are choices that you have to make um, along the way about um, taking care of your family and taking care of your brand. But I think if you just stay centered, and I do a lot of meditating and ask for Love answers it. in the quiet, um, you, you find your way. You don't always make the right choice, but... Um, you know, I talk to my kids about my business all the time, and and they know when I'm struggling with something, and they know when I'm celebrating something, and 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 I think it's good, just like you want to teach your children in relationships that you can have an argument with somebody and then you know make up with them. Um, you want them to know that in business, you know, there sometimes you're going to trip and fall, and then sometimes you're going to have these amazing successes and wins, and. You just celebrate all of them um my son just started his own little business where he's going around the neighborhood asking people if he can spray paint their uh address on the curb uh-huh. and he's just going up to doors and with his little mask on <laughs> and his little thing of spray paint you know ringing doorbells and i'm just so proud of him I'm Like, has anyone said no to you and, he, and he's like no you know I mean he came on the other day, he goes, I made ninety dollars. But I I was like, Well, you know, if they do say no to you, you just have to go to the next door because when you get the no's, um, it 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 builds up your confidence to just say, Okay, I gotta know, but I gotta keep going.
0: I mean, that is so true. That's such invaluable invaluable experience for him. I know for me, I had I was doing some sales for a drinks company like somewhere like a Red Bull type company and I had to just go into offices I think I cried for like the first week and then I became a really so much more mentally tough so it's amazing is that your younger son who's Mm -hmm. 16 he's already getting that and I'm sure he sees you you know you have to deal with good and bad like you said so he's already got a little roadmap
1: yeah yeah it's good we watched um I bought a zoo that movie the other night and Matt Damon said that, I think it was his father, when he was young, he said, my dad told me, you just have to have 20 minutes of intense bravery and it will change your life. Because he was talking to his son about talking to a girl. Mm-hmm. And uh, and I was like, oh my God, I love that. I'm going to share that with my sons because it's so true. You just you just got to have some bravery and some courage and and then you break through and then you're like, oh my God, I'm doing it. Now, what should I do next?
0: <laughs> yeah. And you realize you can yeah. do it. Yeah. Yeah. You realize you can do it. Yeah. And, and you can take rejection, even though it sucks. And it's not fun. Yeah. I don't really know anyone who thrives on it, but it makes you better.
1: Well, and it's amazing if you think about your life and you look back on, you know, we launched in Target um, last July. And I just, as soon as we got into Target, I'm like, oh, oh, okay. Well, we did that yay now what are we doing you know and you just do these big things in life that that were so big to you when you're looking at them and then you do them and they're in you or on you or behind you and then you're like on to doing the next big thing and if you just if you just take a moment one morning or one night before you're going to bed and think about all those things you know and just just give yourself a little pat on the back because I feel
0: like I know I'm really hard on myself. Oh, gosh. I am, too. It's so hard to – and, like, you know, getting a target, that's such a big accomplishment, and I bet that night you're, like, celebrating, like, okay, so now the next plan is, yeah. like <laughs> – yeah. 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 Yeah.
1: Moving
0: on. That's awesome. That's really good advice, and that leaves me perfect. I wanted to ask you, too, like, um, our listener base is predominantly female, but this is for anybody who's looking to become an entrepreneur – I am very new in my journey. We just officially launched in August in the middle of a pandemic. So I don't know how much advice I have right now, but coming from your place, like, you know, you started this business, you've launched into Target, you're running your family, and you also are navigating a pandemic. So what advice do you have just for someone who may have an idea, but scared to take that next step, or they've taken that next step and they don't know where to go
1: next? I mean, I think you just... You have to, you, you have to believe that you can do it. If you, if you're as, as passionate about your idea, don't let anybody, you know, tear you down or, or say no, or you, you just, you have to cut through all the noise, even the noise in your head, you know, when, when you're doubting yourself or your, you know, that voice in your head, that, that voice is not your friend. And that voice does not serve you. So, just you know, stay the course and surround yourself with people who are cheerleading for you and are excited about your idea. And you know, if you meet a roadblock, um, just pivot. I've had to pivot a lot of times. Um, what do they say? Hire slow and fire fast.
0: Um, oh, I could see that. Yeah. With pivoting, I will ask this question. So with, I mean, no one could have predicted 2020, although, you know, for online stores, there has been a, some increases in different things. What's your advice around pivoting? Like, do you know in your gut when it's time to pivot? Have there been times maybe you're like, oh, we should have pivoted earlier? Or because I find sometimes like I have to learn to trust my gut and that's a really hard thing to learn. So is it more a gut feels or how do you pivot?
1: For me, it is a gut feeling um, and, Uh, I really work every single day on listening to my intuition and my guides. Um, I find a lot of my answers in meditation. I really believe go within or go without. Love. It's so true for me. And when I'm not doing my meditation game, uh, it's just complicated and confusing and loud. And I know I have to get back there. So I find a lot of my answers there, and I, I do. I listen to my gut. I listen to my intuition. But um, the more conscious I'm being uh, in my meditation game, the, the, the more I can hear it. Interesting. And
0: how – so with meditation, just quickly, because people get very – over. I used to get really overwhelmed by it. Um, where did you start? Did you use an app, or have you learned to do it yourself?
1: You know, I – I've gone in and out of so many different practices of meditation, <laughs> but I think that, um, my sister really started meditating, um, using the Deepak Chopra and Oprah Winfrey. They do these 21 day meditations mm-hmm. and, um, they're really, really beautiful. And, um, I feel like if you're brand new to meditation, like finding some kind of, Program or series like that that you can follow for like three weeks or a month um, is really helpful. And I love Deepak Chopra. I love the way he explains things, it's very tangible. I love his voice. I've been on a lot of meditation apps where uh, the person's voice or whatever, I'm like, oh, I can't do it i can't get Mm -hmm. like chill with this Mm -hmm. um and i just find his sing-songy voice just like very uh, i just get right into my third eye right away so i I think that that is it's it's a great place to start
0: that's amazing and it i think that's the thing with entrepreneurship is i can relate to that because i'm just now getting back to my yoga and meditation i was trying so hard to just work 12 hours a day and never take time for myself and I realized how loud it got and that's the perfect way to describe it it's like even in your own head it's just loud and you don't know where to go so that's perfect place to start is that meditation
1: yeah just like a little morning meditation just get up in the morning make your cup of coffee or your tea or whatever it is and burn some sage or some palo santo Mm -hmm. and sit down on your couch and you know, just even for like 15 minutes, sit down with an intention or intention for your day. And um, it's just such a nice way to start your day.
0: I love that. That is a perfect like takeaway from this is really to go within and not listen to anyone else. Cause that's the whole thing is everyone's gonna have an opinion, it doesn't mean they're right.
1: Well, you know what, once you start a meditation practice, You will understand what I mean when I say go within or go without. I love that. It is so profound. I'm meditating tonight. (laughs) I'm doing it tonight. Go Kate.
0: (laughs) Um, That's amazing. Okay, this has been so insightful and good. And we do get a lot of entrepreneurship questions. So I'm really excited for everyone to hear this. Um, the, I have two things I'm going to ask you. So we ask everyone this at the end of the podcast, because you know we are heavily based in hormone health and ending the period stigma and women being in being able to talk about their health. How do you think if we end the period stigma and the stigma around women's health, society would change? It's a big question. So you can Ew. take a minute if you need.
1: <laughs> it is a big question. I mean,
0: if you could just talk about however you were feeling that day and not have this stigma, of, oh, that's gross or I don't need to hear about that, like if we could just be super open.
1: Well, I mean, you know, we we our bodies are ecosystems. I mean, you know, women are the reason that we're all here. Mm-hmm. I mean, we have the babies. Mm-hmm. You know, it's uh it's it's, it's a pretty pro- profound situation that we're in the back seat and not in the front seat, I think. And not allowed to talk about postpartum, talk about menopause, yeah. periods. Nope,
0: can't talk about it.
1: Yeah. I had both my babies at home no, in my bed with a midwife and no nothing but friends and family and music and and, and, and it was the most beautiful profound experience of my life um and i love talking about that experience and i will talk about it to men and women and men get really uncomfortable and i'm like well how do you think you got here everyone Uh
0: came out of the birth canal (laughs) vagina vulva all came out
1: there yeah yeah And it's fascinating. I'm like, oh my God, I'm making a baby in my belly.
0: Could you believe it? Was that like the craziest experience? Like you created two other human beings who are like mini entrepreneurs and have these whole lives. Yeah. That just blows my mind. Yeah.
1: Yeah. And that it's like taboo to talk about also blows my mind.
0: Yeah. That you can't talk about that even though that's how we're all here. Yeah. That is insane. Well, well, I would love to do I'm it. so
1: thankful for you, that <laughs> you are, like, here talking about it and have a platform for women to come and share stories. So thank you, Kate.
0: Thank you for coming on. And thanks, like, I'm just so thankful we've connected. And we did connect through a mindfulness practice, which I think is super insightful. I think when you're in that vulnerable state, you really can authentically connect with people. Mm-hmm. And that is so just... Invaluable. I've, my whole theme of today has been like vulnerability is valuable, mm-hmm. even though it's hard. And so I appreciate you coming on here and talking about your story. And I also want everyone to know where to find you. So they need to access these beautiful, luxurious, um, natural skincare products that are within most of our budgets, you know. Mm-hmm. So where can they find
1: you? Olive oliveandm.com O-L-I-V-E-A-N-D-M mcom
0: Yes, and if you guys, like she said, they do have that great starter pack. It's a great gift even. This podcast will go live um, before the holidays really kick off too much, so it's a great gift too.
1: Yeah, and we're doing really fun um, gift with purchase right now. We're doing um, a mystery crystal. We have all these beautiful crystals. Oh my gosh, um, I'm ordering tonight. So you can either get a crystal or a jade roller.
0: Oh, mystery gifts are the best. Well, thank you. And I can't wait for everyone to hear this. So thanks so much.